once again, this is Dr. Phil Fernandez, the founder of the Institute of Biblical Defense and the academic dean of Farriston Theological Seminary. Today's lecture is lecture number nine of the World Religions, World Religions Lecture Number Nine, and we're going to be discussing the New Age Movement Part One. World Religions Lecture Number Nine, the New Age Movement Part One. Again, as we do most of the time, when we discuss something uh, of the nature of the New Age Movement or something along those lines, we must first define exactly what the New Age Movement is. So let's define uh, the New Age Movement. Uh, three separate things I want to state before I read what I consider to be a uh, one of the best definitions I've read on the New Age Movement. Three things I want to state. Number one, the New Age Movement is the current revival of ancient occultism. Let me repeat that. The, current, the New Age Movement is the current revival of ancient occultism. The New Age Movement is the current revival of ancient occultism. In other words, it's a revival of the ancient secret arts. It's a revival of the ancient secret, secret arts. You see, the New Age movement is a return of Western culture back into paganism. So number one, the New Age movement is the current revival of ancient occultism and, and ancient secret arts. Number two, the New Age movement is the immersing of the United States. It's the immersing of the United States with Hindu philosophy. The immersing of the United States with Hindu philosophy. It's Eastern mysticism in a, given in a westernized form and with westernized vocabulary. The New Age movement is the current revival of ancient occultism, of ancient secret arts, and it is the immersing of the United States with Hindu philosophy. Number three, the New Age Movement is the awaiting of a new age of enlightenment. The New Age Movement is the awaiting of a new age of enlightenment and peace which man is evolving towards. Let me repeat that. The New Age Movement is the awaiting of a new age of enlightenment and peace which man is evolving towards. It's often referred to as the Age of Aquarius. The New Age Movement is the current revival of ancient occultism, secret arts. It's a return to paganism. It is the immersing of the United States with Hindu philosophy. It is the awaiting of a new age of enlightenment and peace, which man is evolving towards, the age of Aquarius. Many people will have views very similar to the New Age Movement, but obviously if they're not awaiting a new age of enlightenment and peace, which man is evolving towards, obviously they have no part in the New Age movement. You can't be a New Ager if you're not looking for a New Age. So though it's not the only belief, it is set, uh, definitely one of the central beliefs. Now I'd like to turn to Elliot Miller, uh, one of the colleagues of Professor Walter Martin, the, the late Professor Walter Martin, who wrote The Kingdom of the Cults. Elliot Miller was his expert, resident expert on the New Age movement, 
for CRI, the Christian Research uh, Institute in San Juan Capistrano, California. Elliot Miller wrote an excellent book entitled The Crash Course on the New Age Movement. A Crash Course on the New Age Movement. And in here on page 15, Elliot Miller gives an excellent definition of what the New Age Movement is. And it reads as follows. The New Age Movement, then, is an extremely large loosely structured network of organizations and individuals. New Age Movement then is an extremely large loosely structured network of organizations and individuals bound together by common values. And in parentheses he has that these common values are based in mysticism, based in mysticism, mystical experiences, and monism slash the worldview that all is one. So he says the New Age movement then is an extremely large, loosely structured network of organizations and individuals bound together by common values uh, based in mysticism and monism, the worldview that all is one, and a common vision, and then in parentheses again, a coming new age of peace and mass enlightenment, the age of Aquarius. So let me read this definition one more time. The New Age Movement, page 15, Elliot Miller, A Crash Course on the New Age. The New Age Movement then is an extremely large, loosely structured network of organizations and individuals bound together by common values based in mysticism and monism a worldview that all is one, and a common vision, a coming new age of peace and mass enlightenment, the age of Aquarius. Now, the reason why this definition is so good is because it clears up some of the problems, uh, some of the problems that are confronted, uh, that are presented by uh, many non-scholar-like works on the New Age movement within the Christian Church today. For instance, uh, Constance Cumby wrote uh, uh, a very fine book. Uh, however, in this book, uh, she basically, it was The Hidden Dangers of the Rainbow, she brought out a lot of real good evidence, but the conclusions that she drew were off the wall. And so many Christians have been led astray into thinking that there is a hidden agenda, that the New Age movement is very tightly structured, that there's a, a major conspiracy going on, and that all New Agers are secretly uh, bound together in one organization. Now, Walter Martin, the late Walter Martin and Elliot Miller and the Christian Research Institute would agree that they are, they do form one movement. There is unity and there is a conspiracy, but it's on the demonic realm. It's on the demonic level. In other words, uh, if you have two neighbors and uh, that are uh, New Agers, they might not have anything to do with each other and they might not even consider themselves of being part of the same belief system. And you might have a friend in California, though, 
that he may agree with one of the neighbors, he may consider himself part of the same movement as one of the believers, but not related to the other. So there's no, it's very loosely knit. Now they are starting to network, they're starting to work together more and more, but it's not this big conspiracy that everybody's secretly plotting this and that. But you can see the unity that you see there is usually, uh, usually can be found uh, in the fact that Lucifer himself, the father of lies, is behind uh, the, uh, the movement. And so a lot of, the, a lot of what is done uh, is being done uh, through the power of Satan. Okay, let's take a look. We defined the New Age movement. We said it was the current revival of ancient occultism, secret arts, the immersing of the United States with Hindu philosophy. It's a return to paganism. It's the awaiting of a new age of enlightenment and peace which man is evolving towards. And then we defined it. We read the definition from Elliot Miller that the New Age movement then is an extremely large, loosely structured network of organizations and individuals bound together by common values based in mysticism and monism, uh, the worldview that all is one in a common vision, a coming new age of peace and mass enlightenment, the age of Aquarius. So that's our definition of the uh, new age movement. Now what I'd like to briefly discuss is uh, some of the different textbooks I would recommend for this. Uh, the book that I already mentioned is one of the outstanding works, uh, one of the outstanding works in this field. It's entitled A Crash Course on the New Age Movement by Elliot Miller and it's published by Baker Bookhouse. Outstanding work uh, that was done by Elliot Miller. Uh, then there's also Apologetics in the New Age, a Christian critique of pantheism. If you are not deep into philosophy and very well read theologically, it's by David Clark and Norman Geisler. Norman Geisler is probably the leading Christian philosopher today. Uh, if you're not very well read philosophically and theologically, uh, you don't have to be a doctoral, uh, have a doctorate degree, but you're going to need you're going to need enough information to uh, to be able to uh, you're going to need enough information to uh, this is my cat in the background snuck in. Okay, uh, we're back again. We had to break it because of that problem with my cat. The cat's been removed. We can get back with our study on the New Age movement. Uh, as I was stating earlier, uh, if you're going to read Apologetics in the New Age, a critique, Christian critique of pantheism by David Clark and Norman Geisler, uh, you're going to need to be very informed on uh, philo philosophical issues, and uh, as well as theological issues because it gets very, very deep here. This is not, this is not your run-of-the-mill type style. This is not geared up. Although Geisler may think uh, the layman can read this, I don't think it's geared for the layman. I think this is one of Geisler's toughest books to read. And Geisler has some books that are very easily understood by laymen 
but he also has some works that are pretty deep. Well, this is one of them. Very tough book, uh, and I wouldn't recommend it just for the average layman. Uh, so that's Apologetics in the New Age by Clark and Geisler. And then there's one of the one of the finest books that I've ever read on the New Age movement, Unmasking the New Age, uh, by Douglas R. Let me see. They've got the. They show you how to pronounce his name. You pronounce his name name in a way that it's. I don't can't see it here. It's spelled like Gruthus, Douglas R. Gruthus, but I know. The pronunciation is totally different than the way it uh, way it is spelled. But unmasking the New Age, an outstanding work, uh, very easy to understand. He breaks it down, simplifies everything really well, and I think that's one of the finest books written on the New Age movement. And then there's this very small book, one of the last books that Professor Walter Martin wrote before he went to be with the Lord. Walter, uh, Walter Martin, who was also the author of The Kingdom of the Cults, wrote The New Age Cult, a concise, readable overview by the world's leading authority on cults, published by Bethany House Publishers, and it's entitled The New Age Cult, and I would strongly recommend uh, reading that one as well. But if I had to pick one of these four, I would say uh, the most difficult, obviously, is Apologetics in the New Age by Clark and Geisler, but of the other three, I would say Unmasking the New Age by uh, Guthus would be probably the, the one that I would single out as standing above the others uh, as the work I would uh, require as reading for the course. Okay, we defined the New Age movement. Now let's talk about the history of the New Age movement. The history of the New Age movement. Now, to see where the New Age movement came about, we have to see that it actually had its roots, though it cannot be traced uh, as far as like apostolic succession, you know, somebody handed off the baton to somebody else, to somebody else, to somebody else. But the, the, the same practices uh, of the New Age movement can be found. It had its roots in ancient occultism, the secret arts. Look at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 18. This is not something that is new. Now, the New Age movement is not really something new. It's something that's been around for a long time. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 9 to 14. And this reads, When you enter the land which the Lord your God gives you, you shall not learn to imitate the detestable things of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, one who uses divination, one who practices witchcraft, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who casts a spell, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For whoever does these things is detestable to the Lord, and because of these detestable things, the Lord your God will drive them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. For those nations which you shall dispossess, listen to those who practice witchcraft and to diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not allowed you to do so. And so we see here that the Canaanites, before the Jews went into the promised land, were already immersed into the world of the occult. They were practicing paganistic uh, Paganistic, the paganistic 
uh, ancient occultism, the secret arts. Uh, it mentioned in here uh, one who practices witchcraft, well, Wicca. Wicca and the woman's spirituality movement, uh, woman's livers were now worshiping the goddess and are uh, uh, getting back to witchcraft and trying to make it respectable in modern terms. That is uh, uh, a, a part of the New Age movement. So witchcraft is a part of the New Age movement today. Uh, but also uh, a medium or a spiritist, one who calls up the dead, you have channelers today, are also a big, form a big part of the New Age movement as well. And uh, so we can see from this passage that the New Age movement has its roots in ancient occultism and the secret arts. Uh, also, as far as the history goes, the ancient religious practices of Sumeria, the ancient religious practices of Sumeria, India, Egypt, Babylon, and Persia are being uh, rekindled in America today. Take a look at Daniel. Um, uh, yeah, Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. Daniel chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. This is under the Babylonian Empire, the Chaldean Empire. Now, in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams, and his spirit was troubled, and his sleep left him. Then the king gave orders to call in the magicians, the conjurers, the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans to tell the king his dreams. So they came in and stood before the king. And the king said to them, I had a dream, and my spirit is anxious to understand the dream. And so we see here in Daniel chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, that there were magicians, conjurers, sorcerers, and Chaldeans uh, holding high places of authority within the Babylonian Empire. But let's go further back to the time when the Jews were held captive. The Israelites were held captive in bondage. They were enslaved in Egypt. Exodus chapter 7, verses 10 to 12. Exodus chapter 7, verses 10 to 12. So Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh, and thus they did, just as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron threw his staff down before Pharaoh and his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called for the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also, the magicians of Egypt, did the same with their secret arts, with their secret arts, their occultic arts. But each one threw down his staff, and they turned into serpents. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. So here you see that there is genuine power in the world of the occult, yet the power of God is all-powerful and is able to overpower the powers of darkness. But this should show the ancient religious practices of Sumeria, India, Egypt, Babylon, and Persia uh, are being once again uh, the flame of them is being rekindled uh, among the New Age movement. So the New Age movement has its roots in ancient occultism and the secret arts. Now the Theosophical Society 
the Theosophical Society, this was we studied this under the cult, Theosophy, uh, also played a strategic role in the New Age movement, especially in America. The Theosophical Society was founded by Helena Blavatsky. Helena Blavatsky in 1875. She promoted spiritism and seances, attempts to communicate the, uh, the dead, attempts to communi communicate with the spirit realm. She promoted spiritism and seances as well as Hindu philosophy in the United States. So the Theosophical Society was founded by Helena Blavatsky in 1875. She promoted spiritism, seances, and Hindu philosophy in the United States, and this led to the current revival of ancient occultism in the U.S. This led to the current revival of ancient occultism in the U.S., and thus the New Age movement. And so you can trace, and Dr. Walter Martin does a fine job on this, tracing back the New Age movement's roots as far as America is concerned, tracing them back uh, to the uh, Theosophy, the Theosophical Society founded by Helena Levatsky in 1875. Okay, so that's our definition in the history of the New Age movement. Now we need to spend some time discussing some of the beliefs and goals of the New Age movement. In fact, before I even get into some of the beliefs and the goals of the New Age movement, let's take a look at Dr. Walter Martin, authors, uh, the, author of the New Age Cult, his book, The New Age Cult. Let's just take a look at some of the New Age spoke, spoke people and uh, some of their groups. Some of the spokesmen for their groups and uh, some of the groups themselves. There is uh, Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey, she, she held to the uh, Theosophical Doctrine, which we were just talking about with uh, Helena Blavatsky. But Alice Bailey is considered by many to be a New Age prophetess. And uh, she taught that the spiritual destiny of humanity is guided by the ascended masters. These are spirit beings that are supposedly are on an extremely high level and can give us much information. There's a Jesuit, a Catholic Jesuit theologian named Thomas Berry. His uh, uh, books promote the idea that there's a sacred element to all that exists. There's Annie Besant. Annie Besant, she was the one who took over the leadership of the Theosophical Society when uh, Helena uh, Blavatsky died. She wrote two books that are still being used by New Agers, Ancient Wisdom and Esoteric Christianity. Of course, we already mentioned Helena Blavatsky, the founder of Theosophy, and uh, we discussed her link to the New Age movement. Uh, Peter and Eileen Caddy, just some other names. I'm not going to go into reading about them. Uh, there's going to be many that I'm just going to brush over. Uh, 
Uh, I'm probably pronouncing the name wrong, but uh, Fridjof Capra. Fridjof Capra. Just remember the last name, Capra. He's a specialist in quantum physics. He's a scientist, a specialist in quantum physics. But his book, uh, entitled The Tao of Physics and the Turning Point, are very popular among New Agers. You see, he's, he's trying to show that quantum physics uh, proves that the world is actually mystical and that, uh, and so he tries to prove New Age beliefs, the, the belief that all is one, uh, through uh, quantum physics. And he's very a very key person in the New Age movement because he is giving the New Age movement a uh, intellectual basis. In other words, uh, without people like him, scientists would just laugh at the New Age movement and say, you guys don't, don't have a, an ounce of evidence for your views. Well, because of a person like him, he's turning that not only is America going from secular America to New Age America, not only are we going from atheism as a nation into a, a paganistic belief system, uh, but because of a gentleman like this, science is also moving from atheistic science to paganistic science. Then there's Benjamin Krim. Benjamin Krim, uh, he uh, is the founder of the Tara, uh, the Tara Center, and he wrote a very important New Age book entitled "The Reappearance of, Christ, of the, the Reappearance of the Christ and the Masters of Wisdom." 1982, he announced that the Christ is now here, and uh, I believe that was the uh, uh, the gentleman named Lord Maitreya, or or whatever. The whole thing fizzled out too. Didn't didn't really get off the ground, as far as I know. I don't know if they're going to try to bring him back into the picture or not. And there's Marilyn Ferguson, who may be the most important name in the New Age movement. She wrote the uh, important New Age book entitled The Aquarian Conspiracy. Uh, Matthew Fox, controversial Catholic theologian, theologian, he developed a system of thought that he calls creation spirituality. My mother-in-law at once was getting bogged down with that creation spirituality, uh, a blend of uh, Catholic mysticism, uh, panentheism, uh, environmentalism, and feminism. And uh, that's nothing but the New Age sneaking in the back door to the, uh, uh, into the Catholic Church. Uh, Beverly uh, uh, Galleon is the founder and promoter of Confluent Education. And uh, her approach, and a lot of this is getting into... Uh, getting into the schools and stuff, uh, her approach is to teach others that they are God. And you have Donald Keyes, uh, he's a long-time consultant to the United Nations, founded Planetary Citizens in 1972, he wants a one-world government. You have Jay-Z Knight, he's a, uh, who is a, uh, uh, 
actually, actually a lady, popular New Age channeler who channels Rampa, who is supposedly a 35,000-year-old warrior. And uh, this, this lady, Jay-Z Knight, is one of Shirley MacLaine's favorite spirit guides. And Rampa speaks through her. Uh, Robert Mueller, the recently retired UN Assistant Secretary General, and uh, he wants a one world government, and uh, the wages look up to him. Uh, Jacob Needleman is a popular philosopher in New Age circles. He speaks of the new consciousness and uh, he wants a esoteric and mystical Christianity. Uh, Jane Roberts is a channeler to whom uh, the spirit guide named Seth communicates or communicated through. Kevin Ryerson is another New Age uh, channeler. Uh, David Spangler. David Spangler is considered a prophet by many of the New Agers. And uh, his, uh, he's got uh, two books, Revelation, The Birth of a New Age, and Reflections on the Christ. Starhawk is a modern Wicca modern witch who promotes feminist goddess worship. Starhawk uh, is a modern Wicca who promotes feminist goddess worship. Um, let's take a look at some of the New Age organization. Now the, the list that Martin gives, Martin states on page 115 of his work, The New Age Cult, the following list following list of organizations include New Age groups as well as those that, though not definitely New Age, have attracted a following of New Age members. Some, some of these are New Age by definition, the organizations. Others are not New Age, but because they have some beliefs that are compatible with them, they have many New Age followers. There is the Association for Humanistic Psychology, Association for Humanistic Psychology. You'd be shocked how many doctoral dissertations are written with New Age emphasis these days. There is the Association for Research and Enlightenment, called ARE, Association for Research and Enlightenment. And this group promotes the teachings of the psychic Edgar Casey. Remember, we talked about Edgar Casey, who was a, a channeler of a, a generation gone by. There's an Association for Transpersonal Psychology. Association for Transpersonal Psychology. It's, it's uh, taking psychology to the next realm and, and getting real mystical, and it's uh, very compatible with the New Age movement. Uh, some of these I'm just going to give you the name so that if you, you can jot it down, if you hear the name, you, you know, all red lights will go off. The Chinook Learning Center. The Chinook Learning Center, which they, they give seminars and workshop, workshops to, uh, to bring about personal and global harmony. There's the Asalan Institute, 
Salon Institute, they're a human potential group that is, explores trends in religion, philosophy, science, and education. There's the farm. The farm, they're a counter-cultural uh, New Age community in uh, Summertown, Tennessee. Uh, Finehorn, Finehorn, it's a prototype New Age community located in Scotland. There's the Forum, the Forum founded by Werner Erhard. Remember that's the founder of EST, the uh, Erhard seminar training. Found, the, the Forum founded by Werner Erhard of EST. It targets the business community for its human potential seminars. If you have Christians in your church that are businessmen, find out if they've got anything to do with the forum because they're being taught new age, they're being brainwashed into the new age movement. A lot of these business people are working for their bosses and they have to go to these seminars and that's a very scary place to be because they're being, uh, different religions being crammed down their throats. There's Global Education Associates. They wanted to, to give young people a planetary perspective. They're brainwashing the young for a one world government. There's the Green Party, a growing political party that emphasizes issue, issues such as ecology, feminism, nuclear disarmament, nonviolence. Then there's Greenpeace. A lot of people don't recognize that the no nuke organization, Greenpeace, is uh, heavily new age they promote ocean ecology disarmament and the prevention of toxic uh, pollution and uh, they're uh, they have 2.5 million supporters worldwide and their goal is to bring a, a planetary consciousness into everyone there's interface now this group uh, sponsors activities uh, on a variety of New Age interests, uh, including consciousness, meditation, and transpersonal psychology. LifeSpring is another New Age consciousness-raising group. LifeSpring offers human potential seminars. Lucis Trust, Lucis or Lucius Trust, uh, originally incorporated as the Lucifer Publishing Company, this group publishes and promotes the writings of New Age prophetess Alice Bailey. So it's a publishing company, Lucis Trust, it was originally called Lucifer Publishing Company. And sometimes in these cults and false religions and such as the New Age movement, sometimes uh, all the masquerading, you know, even Satan disguised himself as an angel of light, but sometimes he just walks right out of the house stark naked and you can see him for who he really is. And this is one. When the publishing company named himself Lucifer Publishing Company, you know something is wrong. Pacific Institute, uh, a group that offers human potential seminars with an emphasis on self-actualization through visualization and affirmation. Another group is Planetary Citizens. It's an activist group. They want to get a planetary consciousness uh, among the general public. Uh, Self-realization fellowship. Uh, they 
focus on Kriya Yoga meditation techniques. Uh, the Sierra Club, environmental group there. Uh, not all the people that are involved in them are necessarily New Agers, but they're very closely related that they do attract many of them. Uh, the the uh, Sirius community, the uh, or Sirius community, uh, workshops. They give uh, a full week of workshops in a spiritual living environment. Uh, they're into mythology and holistic health, you know, health for the body, soul, and mind. The Tara Center, this uh, New Age organization is headed by uh, Benjamin Krim, who we already discussed. Krim often speaks on the emerging New Age. Uh, again, there's still the Theosophical Society is still going. Remember, Helena Blavatsky started it. Annie Besson picked it up after her. The goals of the group, Warren Martin writes this on page 118 of his work. Uh, the goals of the group are to form a universal brotherhood, uh, to do comparative study of world religions, science, and philosophy, and to explore the psychic and spiritual powers latent in man. And there's the Unity and Diversity Council, the New Age Meta Network uh, of a hundred networks and groups. There's where you have some people trying to get the whole New Age movement to work. See, eventually what's going to happen is there isn't this hidden conspiracy like Constance Comby says, but eventually these people are starting to realize, both New Agers and atheists, that hey, we've got to, the New Agers have to unite all together, and if we can unite with the atheists who are one-worlders, then we can get this one world government we can combat and over, overpower with our numbers the Christians who would stand in the way of this. So that, there are some groups that are trying to pull these things together, but there isn't, everybody is not secretly working together as Constance Cumbie would give you the impression. And then there's Windstar Foundation, a group founded by the singer John Denver, and that, remember John Denver believes he's a god, uh, a group founded by John Denver that promotes global awareness and a sustainable future. So they're heavy emphasis on ecology, com conflict resolution, and citizen diplomacy. Now I'd like to just discuss real quickly uh, Walter Martin pages 118 to 121 of his book. He gives a little glossary of some of the famous New Age books that are out, some of the most read New Age books. Uh, the Aquarian Conspiracy. The Aquarian Conspiracy by Marilyn Ferguson. I'm just going to give you the title. I'm not going to give you any background on them. There's the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus the Christ. The Aquarian Gospel of Jesus the Christ by Levi. Uh, the Coming of the Cosmic Christ by Matthew Fox. That's the Catholic New Ager. Earth at Omega by Donald Keyes. The ex Externalization of the Hierarchy by Alice Bailey. The Heart of Philosophy by Jacob Needleman. The Key to Theosophy by Helena Blavatsky. 
Networking by Jessica Lipnack and Jeffrey Stamps. New Age Politics by Mark Satin. Uh, Benjamin, uh, Benjamin Krim's work on Reappearance of Christ and the Masters of Wisdom. David Spangler's uh, Reflection on the Christ. And that he teaches that Jesus was a mere human who acted as a bodily vehicle for the cosmic Christ. Uh, the Tower of Physics by Fridjof Kaplan, that's a scientist. Uh, also Revelation, the Birth of a New Age by David Spangler. The Transformations of Man by Lewis Mumford. The Turning Point by Fridjof Kaplan, the scientist once again. And A Vision of the Aquarian Age. Uh, by George uh, Trevelyan. And uh, there's also in Martin's book, he lists certain New Age magazines like New Age Journal, Journal of Humanistic Psychology, uh, New Age Living, New Realities, Revision, which is a scholarly New Age journal, uh, World Goodwill Newsletter, Yoga Journal, Body, Mind, and Spirit. So they have much that is being published in the New Age movement today, and uh, I think we need to uh, be well read on that and be able to identify these things uh, as they come into our attention. And so what we've discussed at this point, we define the New Age movement, we said that the current the New Age movement is the current revival of ancient occultism, the secret arts, is the immersing of the United States with Hindu philosophy and the awaiting of a new age of enlightenment and peace which man is evolving towards. And that, of course, is referred to as the age of Aquarius. We also read the definition on page 15 given by Elliot Miller in a crash course on the New Age movement. The New Age movement then is an extremely large loosely structured network of organizations and individuals bound together by common values based in mysticism and monism, the worldview that all is one and a common vision of coming new age of peace and mass enlightenment, the age of Aquarius. So we define the new age movement, we gave a brief history of the new age movement, we discussed some of the textbooks that uh, a student could read for that, and then we talked about some of the new age spokespeople and groups. The next lecture we're going to talk about the beliefs and the goals of the New Age movement. Thank you and God bless you.